why can't we get them to get mad at us more often? I loved getting hate mail from a QAnon. That made my fucking day. You know, for people who don't know, three episodes ago, we covered, uh, what, what was the story? Uh, is it yoga, is it yoga studios in, in uh, Los Angeles? It's a bold statement, Kevin. We covered something. We, co- <laughs> we, what? we covered it and it was a case and I solved it like I do all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we covered a story about uh, QAnon theories infiltrating the L.A. yoga community, and we got a hate comment nah. on our YouTube that somebody removed. We didn't report it or anything. It just oh, disappeared, sucks. telling us that QAnon was real, all the all the adrenochrome stuff was real, but QAnon had been corrupted, and we would find out the real truth. Yeah, that we are living in a false reality. You didn't hear about this, Brian? Well, man, I saw it, but I I recall saying that adrenochrome is real. So the green is real, and the way they harvest it is thick and twisted, I think they said. Right. Which I don't, I I disagree with that. I mean, I feel like it's fairly humane, you know? (laughs) I imagine, do you put like the corpses of children in olive presses? Is that? Like, that's what I imagine is happening, that it's a a squeezing type thing. Yeah, it's a squeezy, it's a squeezy type scenario. Okay. It's easier access, for sure. More the, are they already dead? Or are they alive when you do it? Well, I mean, do you want it to work or not? <laughs> well, it's, I guess if you want to live forever, that's... According to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, you have to be alive. I bet that adrenochrome tastes like the liqueur Malort. Oh, no. Was that a thing? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, 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 Fernet. Or LaCroix. You think adrenochrome is a tasteless beverage, a beverage with a hint of something. Right. Okay. It's, it's, that's a fun, like if you're, sometimes it's on a hot day, you don't want a soda, maybe just a little bit of adrenochrome will tide you over. That'll, that's just, just what the doctor ordered. Why does it have to be kids? Well, they have less value. Well, okay. That makes sense. What do they really think though? What's, what's the real thinking on adrenochrome? I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop character. And say that I've actually never had it. Yes. Yes, I will try it. But I've never had adrenochrome because I don't know where to get it. And I frequent a number of places where I think that if you could get it, it would be there. Some Hollywood 1% elite type scenarios that I find myself in on the reg. Hanging out with fucking Mario Lopez. Just, you know, getting the hot gossip of what's going on all over Tinseltown. I feel like I would I would end up in a scenario where I would be offered, you know, at least a shot. You want to do a shot? Right. You do a you know do a shot of Dre? That's what they probably call adrenochrome. I mean, I wonder I wonder are they are we are we when we're doing these adrenochrome shots uh and I mean shots like, you know, like shooters, like yeah. flaming Dr. Peppers yeah. type it's a party. thing. Yeah. Here's the quote from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Are you ready? Okay, well, that's accurate. This is what Hunter S. Thompson, who I think really introduced Adrenochrome to the... Uh, is he dead? Yeah, he's Yeah, he's they very shot dead. him in a cannon into space. Okay. So he, when writing on the topic, said, there's only one source for this stuff. The adrenaline glands from a living human body. It's no good if you get it out of a corpse. Why does someone have to die to get right. that? Because as soon as you extract it, it might as well be from a corpse, right? Like you can live without adre- adrenaline. Not me. I need it. 
I feel the need, the need for speed. Yahoo, <laughs> rock and roll. Mark, as our resident medical expert, mm-hmm. can you verify that, yes, is adrenochrome a thing? Yes or no? Does it, in fact, Adrenaline exist? is a thing, and therefore... Okay. Yes. And I fucking live off of it. Well, you can't just because it's, it sound, well, it's, sounds realish. I'm an it's, adrenaline junkie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I, everything I do has an element of danger to it. And if it doesn't have danger to it, I am just, I will immediately fall asleep. I've seen it happen. So I, I'm constantly pushing the boundaries, testing the limits, challenging myself. Like if I like even just little things, like if I'm if we're walking down, let's just say a set of three stairs, I'm going to mm-hmm. jump it, kick my kick my uh, legs up and touch the wall as I'm jumping down them. <laughs> wow. That's wow. why I like I don't walk. I parkour. Do you also wear Heelys <laughs> when you is, there, is this the Heelys? I've, I've, I'm trying to get some new ones, uh, may I'm trying, I'm getting my, I'm supposed to get a signature model Healy. <laughs> There's, are there pro Healy? What do you call people who they're not Healiers? Healy, Helia, Heliotropes? You know what? You know what's sad? What's really ironic Healists? is that the one person who could never Healy is Jeff Healy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that, you guys. Hang on, that's why you're the king of the zingers. Yeah, yeah, that's right. For all hail, really long live the king. Really desperate. Uh, <laughs> those are two references that the Venn diagram of people I can get to know what those two things are at the same time <laughs> and process it to get a laugh might just be within the Zoom. <laughs> Yep. Well, that's been that fits perfectly with our marketing plan of, yeah. of complete and total alienation. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. We need, that's we, true. Need a, we need to change that logo. International News Service, complete and total alienation. Yeah. That, is, that is a good one. So it doesn't have to come from children, right? No, it has to because that's the most pure form. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, is this is this is this scientist, Mark, or is this? Or is this, I read it somewhere, Mark. You never hear about a kid getting super strength, uh, <laughs> adrenaline, and like uh, lifting a car off their mom. It's no. always the mom that lifts the car off the child. It's not It's not strength adrenaline, it's fear adrenaline. Oh, is that different? Yeah. I feel like adrenaline's adrenaline. This is, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm doubting, That's, that sounds horrible. I don't think there's two strengths. I think adrenaline's adrenaline, right? It is yeah. it is easier to scare little kids though. That's well, for sure. That, right. It's like foie, foie gras or whatever that stuff is. What's it called? Hello. Y'all ever had that? That foie gras? Uh what is that? Goose liver ground up? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sad to I'm sad to report that I have and it is very good. And I will never have it again, but uh, I did have it, and it was it was quite delicious. You want to see a movie Wednesday? I do. Pig, yeah. Oh, you said big. I was really excited. <laughs> big? I, I'd see that. <laughs> big, a repertory of big. Oh, but that's isn't that not okay to show anymore? Because Tom Hanks has intercourse. Because he's an he's an adrenochrome drinker. <laughs> is that? Oh yeah, he's he's one of the ones. Oh, is he? Is he on the list? He's on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Then why is he getting so old? 
Why isn't it working? Yeah, why isn't it working, <laughs> Kevin? Defend your people. My, well, they're not my people. They, you're the ones that interact with them on the internet all day. That's right. <laughs> you're the only one we call dumb, dumb bird brain. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one that spend your days and nights typing to them. Mm-hmm. Let and me def- let me let me sing you guys a song here. Right, hold on. Wait, what do you think? <laughs> what? That's I'm gonna get a mate. It's interesting. Are you really? That's you were you were demonstrating your bird brain. It's, I don't know what to say. You're laughing That's, now, Brian. But I'm wait laughing. until you see her. Um, the, like the, like ni- nicely preened feathers. Yeah. You keep thinking. You keep thinking you're on the last rung to the top of stupid ladder, and there's just another step. Yeah. We can keep going, fellas. We can keep going. And you realize the ladder is infinite. Mm -hmm. Welcome to INS, the International News Service. Your source for the most important weird news from across the globe. With news analyst Kevin Harrison. Actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe professional commentator, Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. They say hi. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I brought you water. Thank you for bringing me water. You let her talk to you that I mean, way, Mike? I, it's not, you don't own anything in this house. <laughs> you mumble a little quiet, more quietly. I bought, this, I, I bought and paid for everything in this house. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you go, why, don't you, why don't you go do work on an Afghan? Uh, it's really putting her in her place. Why don't you go do some crochet stuff and make me a, a, some baked Alaska? <laughs> What is baked Alaska? I'm gonna guess because of it because of its name, mm-hmm. it is a hunk of human shit put in an air fryer. Fifty percent true. <laughs> All right, let's do the news. God damn it! Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with I am Brian Kemp. I'm I'm Mike Weeby. <laughs> confused. What happened? I'm just pissed off. <laughs> oh, and down below uh, with us, back from back from uh, a world travel experience where he was went to a town and was forced to put on a bag over his head, and they put a live rat in there. And when when they shook his head around, and then when they pulled out, uh, the rat had actually combed his hair and made him look really nice, and he was friends <laughs> with the rat. Mark Ryan, hi everybody. Hey. hey, Mark. You never really finished. How else was the rest of that uh, vacay? Yeah. Oh, it was just delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get to eat uh, any good food? No, I ate. I just shoveled trash into my mouth. For oh, like a raccoon. Five days. Yeah. <laughs> I ate like a raccoon. It's well, that's, your... that's how my relatives eat. Raccoon <laughs> updates. Oh, is there an update? Oh, shit. Uh, I told you I caught did I caught a baby raccoon. It was a couple weeks ago. Let it go. Now, so then I put uh, 
I put some, I, I decided to bait it up again. I'm going to get ready for another raccoon. I baited a, uh, a, a piece of, uh, which is what I did last time to catch the one raccoon. I've got uh, some uh, a paper towel. I put peanut butter on it, put it right on the trigger for the trap. This time, an opossum figured out how to reach its little <laughs> opossum hand in and pull out and eat it all. And so I, I walked out there and the opossum just looked at me like, what do you want? And uh, I named the possum Gumball. That's a good name for a possum, man. I think so. Yeah. You can be friends with Gumball the possum. I, so I just, I, yeah, I don't think Gumball is going to try and sneak into the house. So I'm like, that's fine. But I just put my hands on my hips, like uh, in a very like uh, Elizabeth Berkeley bewitched kind of way. I went, Gumball. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Elizabeth Montgomery. Cult. It's a, it's about uh, the occult. Witchcraft. Do you think there were any ding-dong Christians who were like, we gotta get this witch stuff off TV when Bewitched was on? Oh, I'm on. sure. 100%. Yes. I Dream of Jeannie. Well, I Dream of Jeannie, I think, was probably more controversial in that she was showing off her belly button in public. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was banging Major Healy. Or wait, which one's Major here? He, I remember being mad at him because he would be like, oh, Jeannie, I don't I'm mean, like, you should just be fucking her all the time in the jar. <laughs> Put me in the jar. Let's fuck inside the jar. All right, let's get out. Let's go fuck somewhere else. Were they not married? They got married. But uh, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery, she, uh, you know, she was just a up and coming wife lady. Uh, she was a lady of her time. She didn't. She didn't dress scandalously. Mm-mm. She just marshaled the powers of the dark arts she received from right laying with Satan. That's why Paul Lynn got his too. <laughs> I think she was maybe based on like, uh, or Bewitch was maybe based on that movie Bell Book and Candle with Jimmy Stewart and Kim Novak, and I think Jack Lemmon. Uh, where it's just like, oh no, we're normal people, but we're really secretly witches. And then Jimmy Stewart, I think, falls in love with Kim Novak. Is it Kim Novak? Anyway, I don't know. None of this matters. Just cut this. Nope. God nope. damn it. This is, this an is all staying in. This and is which stuff. does, who falls in love with Paul Lind? <laughs> America. That's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. The center square. Was he ever the center square or was he? Uh, I'll tell you what other center part I like. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Stewart falls in love with Kim one. Novak. <laughs> it's a good one. But unlike Vertigo, he doesn't kill her at the end. Mm. Oh, spoiler alert. You're a real dick. I've done a number of things that caused me to have Vertigo. <laughs> <laughs> Less vague, but still, still safe. Still, the censors are okay with you, sir. You were allowed to say that. Are we going to talk about the news? So, uh, uh, Mike, you've been to uh, to Cleveland, right? Uh, sure, yeah, absolutely. What are your What are your thoughts on Cleveland generally? Cleveland drivers, I find that Cleveland drivers are uh, pretty much the same as any other drivers anywhere, and that they are, you know, they're all right until I have to be somewhere and I'm mad at them. <laughs> well, our next story comes to us from Fox Eight in Cleveland. Fox Eight? Are they the Foxy Eight? Do you think they say the that? Foxy Eight. The Foxy Eight. Every, all eight of us have engorged nipples. <laughs> it's, it's a very specific Cleveland fetish. Yeah. <laughs> the Foxy Eight. 
Police officers recently responded to a car crash in Beechwood, Ohio, where Mm. a car had run a red light and was struck by another car, causing the car to spin out of control before knocking down several power lines, a utility pole, and then crashing into a house. A 31-year-old woman on the scene approached the officers and told them she was driving the car and that her 11-year-old daughter was in the front seat. Uh, A review of the traffic cameras also revealed the woman's car had been traveling at speeds of 100 miles per hour. Police did not detect any sign of impairment from drugs or alcohol on the woman, but... She volunteered that she's been going through some trials and tribulations. So girl, she, <laughs> girl, you're talking to know about a flood. So she intentionally drove at that high rate of speed and through the red light to, quote, let go and let God take the wheel. Uh, been mm. there, sister. <laughs> she also told police she believed she did the right thing. I've oh. She, I mean, if this, I feel like somebody would have got hurt if she had done the wrong thing. Right. The woman now faces multiple charges, including felony assault, endangering a child, and driving under suspension. How has she endangered the child when she literally said uh, a prayer beforehand? <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Who, who's the felony assault to? I mean, it hit her, but it was kind of inevitable right. that it would hit her. And maybe the house. Well, that's not assault. You can't get an assault into a car. Cars aren't people. Neither <laughs> are corporations. It's a, I think it's, it is, if I were guessing, it would be that the car was a deadly weapon that injured another person, even if that injury was just pain or disfigurement. Cars are not weapons. They are tools like that's... guns or knives. <laughs> Tools. When are people going to get this out of their head? I'm sorry. Can I call liberals people? <laughs> is that even accurate? Here is this. Here is a regular religious lady who's not done any regular. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not done any drug or alcohol, mm-hmm. and she is putting her money where her mouth is. She's walking the walk which is something that we talk about in Sunday school every Sunday and Wednesday. We have Sunday school on Wednesdays as well as Sundays. That's fun. It it is a nightmare to book because there's the names, you know, I just, I think this is another classic example of the persecution that is going to happen to Christians in this country. If we keep allowing you know, uh, TV shows about witches on TV. If we keep allowing reruns of Bewitched, this is exactly what happens. It starts to demonize Christians. We start <laughs> allowing uh, Bewitched, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another show with the witch? Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> the sitcom or the talk show? Both. Do you think there's a direct connection between the show Bewitched and this woman's decision to drive 100 miles per hour on what appears to be a residential street. It does sound like some trick that a uh, that a sneaky relative witch might have placed on someone. Oh, Hagatha. It does sound. It does sound like something like that. I mean, maybe she has has some sort of gothy witch woman in her family, and she just is trying. She's trying to outrun the curse, so she prayed to God. 
She put the pedal to the metal. Uh, right. You, you know, I, I, you don't know someone else who prayed to God and put their foot down to the floor. His name was Bo Duke. And guess what? <laughs> he saved Hazard County countless times, countless. Mm-hmm. And we honor him on the flag. One of but, those stars is his. It's, Wait, the 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 uh, uh, American flag or the Confederate flag? I call it the the General Lee flag. <laughs> I think that's also a name that would indicate to everyone exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I just I'm tired of the persecution of uh, you know a lady a lady who probably just wanted to get to Sunday school on time. Well, right. it was at midnight. Right. It's a long drive. <laughs> where, where, what? Maybe she goes to Sunday school in different in a different state. She's but, on uh, her way home from Sunday school, maybe. Exactly. You'll be happy to know, Mike, that no injuries were reported in the crash. I'm not happy so. to know because I already knew that when I heard that she prayed. Because <laughs> <laughs> guess what? God don't make. And the answer is no trash. Did anybody say anything about trash? <laughs> <laughs> what is a mangled, ripped up corpse if not? A bunch of flesh trash. <laughs> and God don't make no trash. Flesh trash. That's you need to make a movie named Flesh Trash. I would watch that. Well, uh yeah, I guess you know the the conclusion to that story is mm-hmm. being a white Christian is the hardest thing anybody can do in this country. <laughs> is it a white lady? <laughs> yeah, I don't I think we heard the story. <laughs> All right. All right. I think I think we did. So our next story comes to us from Science News. Uh, ugh, great. So the last story that was all true, this story's going to be all lies. We'll just see what the science determines in this, and then you can draw your own conclusions. If it's Christian science, I'll accept it. <laughs> all right, what's going on in science news? Is that the science? name of it? Science news? Science news. That's a stupid Clever. name. Clever, yeah. yeah. Fucking... We got news about science. Mm-hmm. We're going to describe the subject matter and then put news after it. Yeah, pretty much. It's ridiculous. Only a fucking jackass would do that. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. Yeah, who's the, who's the editor-in-chief's name? Right. Is boring Egghead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the science news has been around, I think, since the 1920s. We're going to tack news onto something, and all of a sudden, it's a thing that we can talk about. Oh, oh, I, oh, this is this is the section of science news where we we tell you about the best pocket protectors. It's <laughs> <laughs> sort of like international news service. Or? I don't know what you're talking about, oh, Mark. Right. Well, oh wow! Right. Yeah, we a service mm-hmm. that covers all news, not just fucking nerd <laughs> bullshit. I love these pants because my slide rule fits in the pocket. Oh, they love. I have a stain. I have an ink stain on everything that I own because I love to write calculus. Mm -hmm. Equations. Scientific studies of dog behavior have shown that dogs will return favors to other dogs. Logarithms. Logarithms. Right, Kevin? (laughs) (laughs) You remember that one, Kevin? I like to know where a gerund is in a sentence. I don't think that's that's grammar. It's tacking ing onto a verb. It's the science of words, Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grammarology, look it up. There's science in everything. Dum dum bird brain. Take anything, take anything that you like. Music. Let me make it boring and explain to you why the notes work. 
<laughs> I love that this guy is just two steps away from <laughs> writing his six Wolverine movie. Just if his voice was just a little bit lower. <laughs> no, he's definitely a guy that's like, here's why Wolverine can't be real. Because fun ideas are no good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could I've never gone, graph metal onto bone. I've gone to comic con conventions where those guys stand out in front of the convention and yell at all the people going inside they're they're worshiping false idols. <laughs> Do they debunk comic books? <laughs> because that's... Well, you know, they you're worshiping false idols, so you're not worshiping Jesus. I, I like the idea of somebody screaming about how flight couldn't possibly work the way they, they show it in comic books. <laughs> <laughs> Just screaming about different principles of physics and how no person could lift something that outweighs them that much from with that little leverage, no matter how strong Those they were. Those performative fucking ding-dongs that do that. Man, I remember that. It's such like a weird... What a weird thing to get into, to go to concerts and stuff and yell at people. I hope those people are right because you don't you don't sink to the point in your life where you just stand on a corner and yell at nerds all fucking weekend long, all day in the hot Texas <laughs> sun. I fucking love it. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> without without just your life going incredibly wrong. Like they need a win. <laughs> I can imagine a scenario where that's quite a bit of fun. Yeah, but they're not having fun doing it. Nah. You're probably I right. I think next time that happens, I would go like, hey, man, I will not go see this concert if you will take me to Denny's and get me <laughs> some food and tell me all about your sky god, your sky, your sky wizard. So basically what you're saying is you're, that God is kind of like Galactus, but he just chooses not to eat the world. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need Jesus explain to me strictly in Marvel universe terms. It's the only it's the only metaphor you can understand. So like essentially uh the 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 uh the Last Supper was basically like the Avengers getting together and talking about how they were gonna defeat Kang the Conqueror. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I guarantee you, you know what? I guarantee you some youth minister has gone like, if you think about it, the disciples, they they were kind of the first Avengers. They avenged <laughs> death. They avenged death. They avenged the depths of hell. That's what they do. Terrible toothy smile. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. That's what they did. His name was Paul, and his superpower was being <laughs> friends with Christ. We wrote all them letters, right? No, yeah. But you know, I guess you know uh, uh, Pontius Pilate. He was kind of like Loki. He wanted to be a good guy, but he was just a bad guy deep down. But he he was forgiven, wasn't he? He was still forgiven. He was forgiven because Loki tried to be a good guy in the end. Scientific studies of dog behavior have shown that dogs will return favors to other dogs by giving food to those dogs. That dogs will also help their owners when they appear to be trapped. And dogs can distinguish between helpful and unhelpful people. Yeah, Benji the Hunted. So what? We've seen it. <laughs> was he in Chomp? Was Benji in... Well, first of all, was Benji a he? I don't want to make any... I think the first ben- yeah, I think Benji was a he. Was he also in Chomp's? No, that was a that was Chomps. That was a different dog. That dog was a but robot. Did Benji, did, did Benji play Chomps? Well, yeah, I think. But did Benji? Yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man's not a real robot, Kevin. Jeez. 
What? He's Robert. He's Robert Downey Jr.'s. This is science reporting. Let's this is science report. Let's stick to science. It, I mean, Benji could have been played by a girl, but the, in the movie, it would have been a girl dog playing a boy. In today's society, they it probably would go that way. <laughs> <laughs> the way things are going. A new study sought to determine whether dogs would give treats to humans as rewards for good behavior. Researchers Publicly funded in- research costs the taxpayers a lot of money. I'm sure that this uh, is necessary. Can you come up with a better uh, uh, dog uh, experiment, Brian? I don't think that's the question. Uh, exactly. Can, how can, how far can they uh, fall and survive? <laughs> <laughs> you may have to cut that or you're lose a lot of listeners. No, everybody knows Mike. I'm kidding. I love dogs. Kidding. I love dogs. I'm right. I'm uh, I have the second most amount of I have the second most amount of dogs in the INS news team. That's true. It is true. I can confirm. I mean, I know you love that movie, The Adventures of Milo and Otis. I only think there was one dog in that. But they how many say that? But I don't. I don't think. I don't think we'll ever know. I don't. How think many we'll cats ever... were in that movie? Even though there was only just. I mean, people always say like eight thousand or whatever, and I don't think that. I don't think that's true. Was it because the cat died? That's what everybody says, but I don't know. I don't feel like that the cats were. There's like one scene that yes they, they they for sure illegally threw a cat off a waterfall but you see it I think like come up and be okay which not cool for sure but every, all the other all the other scenes are just like kitties and puppies like romping around well Dudley Moore goes hello Milo hello Otis Arthur yeah but I, I'm just saying that yeah. I'm saying that like I don't know what scenes. Because the, the popular rumor was always like they killed ninety seven cats and seventeen <laughs> dogs to make that movie, and like I just don't know what other than like going out of your way way to mistreat the animals. Like I don't see and that one scene off the cliff, which is <laughs> again not cool. But it looks like the cat made it okay. But I I just don't know because there's another shot of it. No, well, I I haven't watched it in years, so I can't. I can't testify to. uh, Dudley Moore was a, he was an animal hater, right? Didn't he? Maybe that's what happened. Drunk, yeah, just a just a lush of an alcoholic. I got just horrible drinking problem. Drunk and then handled those animals too roughly. He just wanted to pet them, and he married Liza Minnelli, Mm -hmm. who was daughter. To Judy Garland, who used <laughs> to date Andy Rooney. <laughs> That's another step on the ladder. That's pretty great. <laughs> uh, so where I have no idea. Talking about science. You're, you're... Okay. To do this. Researchers at the University of Veterinary Medicine, Vienna, trained pet dogs to use a button to get food from a nearby dispenser. Each button was then given to a human who pressed the button to dispense food to the dogs, while the dogs were given a second button that would dispense food to the humans. Then, each dog was paired with another human who never pressed the button. However, when the do- when it was the dog's turn to offer food to the humans, the dogs were no more likely to press the button to provide food to the helpful human than they were for the stingy one. 
I hate stingy humans. Can I just say that right now? No. I'm pro dog on this whole thing. <laughs> is, is that what this is about? What's, they, yeah. they treated the stingy humans the same way they treated the helpful mm-hmm. humans. So the dogs aren't recognizing the innate kindness of humans. They can tell with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what do they tell? They can just tell that I'm an animal guy. I just you, have sort of a real, uh, you know. Animal magnetism? Yes. <laughs> Grr, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people they could have fed instead of funding this pointless research. Anybody, is that part of the story? Are we going to hear about that? Can, about all uh, the money that was wasted? On all the Viennese? All the this? money that could have been used to produce Vienna sausages? Mm-hmm. Well, they had a lot of dogs. I mean, it was done in There's, Vienna. That's probably, that's the only, that's their only food source. Did they feed the dogs Vienna sausages? Probably. <laughs> Did, okay, wait, I don't know what happened here. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, do we need to go through the whole thing again? Just explain it, it to me. Okay. In in uh, in a way that I can understand. Okay, so the dogs are given a button, and then the, if they push the button, they learn that if they push the button, food comes out. Okay. So then that button is given to a human, and so they see the human push the button, and then food comes out. Yeah. So then they give a second button to the dogs, so that the dogs can see that if they push, if the human, if the human pushes a button, they can push that button, and then give the human food. So the human's giving the dog food, and the dog's giving the human food. And the dogs, the dogs figured this first scenario out so far. Well, I, well, I, I don't know about that. But then they brought somebody in who had the button, and the dogs saw they had the button, and they never pushed the button. And the dogs were not... More or less likely to give food. Any yeah. more likely, yeah, to give food to the to person who pushed the button as they were to the person who didn't push the button. Like It sounds like they didn't really push the so button. the dogs couldn't figure it out. Well, so... Scientists determined this could be one of three things. Uh, maybe, maybe they, they couldn't figure it out because they're dogs. Well, yeah. Well, so yeah. So scientists, this, this could be one of three things: either the dogs were all jerks, no, or, <laughs> that's not it, or they aren't able to understand the complicated tit-for-tat social contract that was being established between them and the humans. Or, and I think that this is the most likely one, in my opinion, the experiment wasn't designed well, so the dogs didn't understand what they were being asked to do. Yes! That's 100% (laughs) it. Well, maybe we should do it again. Maybe we should redesign this experiment. I know three dogs we could get. I'm just saying. Yeah. My dog's blind, though. I don't know if she's ready for this at all. I mean, she's going blind. She's not blind yet, but she's... So she can see a button. Doesn't hear real well either, right? He's deaf. <laughs> Dogs are wonderful creatures, and uh, but there's just some stuff like I also wouldn't have them do my taxes. Uh, maybe you should. Maybe you should write a university and see if you can get some funding. I leave that to a clever raccoon <laughs> or a possum, more likely. A possum, yeah. After they stole your pin number, you let them do your taxes. That mm-hmm. that sounds like trouble, Mike. Honestly, they made me money. Uh, the, my capital gains are uh, <laughs> honestly better. Remind me what capital gains are again. That's a, that's a that's a term. Well, it's like when you have a, eat a bunch of creatine and your pecs start getting swole. <laughs> Imagine that, but money. Wow. Yep. I like to break things down in a way that people can understand them. You know. Yeah. Pretty like like I did with that experiment. Fitness guys. 
Um, well, you know, I don't know. I would be happy to run this experiment if somebody would pay me to do it. I'd have a lot of fun and I get to pet all the puppies. I'd probably pick a bunch of pugs. <laughs> pugs are unhealthy animals though, right? Have they been bred to... I mean, the smokers, the ones that smoke are. <laughs> you try and you hey, you try and take a smoke away from a, a pug. Their whole thing is looking like they smoke cigars. They all look like Ernest Borgnine. So they do. Is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. You sure? I'm a hundred percent sure. There is a crazy thing that I he said Ernest Borgnine. He was on this talk show, mm-hmm. and he's in his easily in his eighties. And because he lived really long, like I think yeah, he was right. in it, lived into his 90s. But the talk show guy goes like, said something to the effect of you, you, you seem so, uh, you know, you're so youthful despite your age and you're still out doing stuff all the time. What's the secret to your success? He's like, ha ha ha, I can't say it on the air. And uh, the talk show host goes, oh, ha ha, well, come on. And then he leans in and says, quiet, loud. Because he still has a mic on. I masturbate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they just kind of like, ah, but it's such a weird, uh, wonderful talk show moment. Maybe we can find it and put it on the. Uh, our next story comes to us from the Daily Record. I couldn't mm. figure out. So if anybody wants to write in to internationalnewspod at gmail.com, whether I should use this source or not, I couldn't figure out if the Daily Record was a Scottish newspaper or Scottish tabloid that was in a tabloid size or a Scottish tabloid. Are we sure it's Scottish? Because I'm not sure they can read. Haven't we? Well, they can hear. They can ask <laughs> somebody <laughs> Irish to uh, send an email right. for them. All right. In July, a rookie police officer in Glasgow, Scotland, left her station around midnight when she noticed an object in the sky following her. She believed it was a drone and tried to lose it as she drove towards a shopping complex, but eventually reported to headquarters that she was being followed by a drone and couldn't lose it. The officer was told to return to her station where she would be met by a senior officer. The senior officer found the rookie standing in the police yard with her hood up, trying to hide from the drone, which she pointed out in the sky. The senior officer then looked to where she was pointing and explained that the drone was actually Jupiter, a planet some 365 million miles away. Oh, that's crazy that that planet would be after her. (laughs) Did they figure out why? Well, a a police source told the paper, quote, everyone was quite concerned, so... Mm -hmm. You can imagine the red face and embarrassment felt when it was pointed out that the bright light following her was a planet millions of miles away. Well, I'm sure they were all embarrassed they didn't take her more seriously. Yeah, I mean... More seriously. Well, did they, I mean, did they figure out if, like, somebody was controlling the planet? Like, who was running the planet? Right. Like, why would Jupiter be mad at her? Why would... Who's controlling Jupiter and having it follow her around? Or maybe just obsessed with her, maybe angers, you know, an assumption that we shouldn't make. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's a stalking type situation, which is a real problem. Mike, have you been followed by a planet? Have you a celestial body ever followed uh, you around? You know, I had a, I I did have a galaxy that was sniffing around for a while. Um, 
Didn't you have yeah. a, didn't you have the satellite train train following you? Oh, I did see that. I actually that's I did see the Elon Musk's uh, space satellite train, and I did think, wow, I think that's a UFO, maybe. But then I, I honestly was like, this is so uniform, and that I was like, I've never seen anything like this, but I don't know what this is and i had to go get online and figure out what what the what the heck was going on and i was listening to a podcast about ufos at the time so it was all the really more. spicy food the night before yeah and then i and actually a friend of mine actually like hit me up and was like i'm seeing ufos like a year later and i was like they look like this he was like exactly and i was like bad news bud it's just uh it's just Elon Musk's tribute to Grimes. <laughs> do you think we'll see space advertising in our lifetimes? You think? Do you think we I mean, will live long enough to is, see? I think we'll be at augmented reality before that would be necessary. So you could just, you could just in like your augmented reality lenses, whatever the fuck those are going to be. You know, you look up and you see geomarked in the sky some big. Uh, billboard unless you INS. pay extra not, listen not to INS to right. don't forget to listen to INS mm-hmm. you dumb fucking idiots I've already got right. the deposit on that especially the dumb fucking idiots part mm-hmm. I think even when we get at that like real global scale we should still be <laughs> real jerky to our yeah, it's worked so so well so far it's not gone bad. If somebody sent a very sweet message saying that we make their day every week and that they laugh at what we do. Somebody that we're lightening someone's day. And uh, if they, if they, you know, whatever. Every I, week. Every week. And if they, you know, I'll, I, I would say their name, but I didn't get, uh, or their, at least their handle, but I, I didn't get permission. So good, a good person. And as you all know, as you all know, I don't do anything without permission. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Your trademark <laughs> written permission. <laughs> Playing it safe, Mike. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our last story comes to us from UPI, United Press International. Mm, rivals of AP, Kevin. AP? Well, no, this mm-hmm. is UPI. But the, uh, rival to AP. Yeah. As I said. Okay. The side note to this Bitter rivals. is that UPI absorbed the original INS in the 1950s. Hmm. They're the OG international news service. Oh, okay. They held, a, they, they, they held a mantle for us all these years. Hmm. Staff at the New England Wildlife Center's Cape Cod branch recently noticed that Arnold, a Canadian goose who lives in a nearby pond, was limping. An inspection of Arnold's foot revealed two fractures, so they took him into the center for surgery. As they prepped him, staff began to hear a tapping at the door. It seemed that Arnold's mate, who wasn't given a name had tracked him down and tried to get inside the, the center. Probably to nag him. You can cut that part, Mark. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, misogynist. I, no, yeah. that definitely we, has I to remain in. Mike and Brian would never stoop to that level. No, that. but I want everyone to know that you would. That's... The center wrote on their Facebook page, quote, she had somehow located him and was agitated that she could not get inside. She remained there throughout the entire procedure, watching us work, never moving from the doorway, unquote. After the surgery, Arnold was left by the doorway to recover so his mate could see him, and the center wrote that she immediately began grooming him through the door. The center also said that a snapping turtle or other predators may have attacked Arnold 
while he was swimming, and surgery was his best chance at survival. Well, this is that's the most lovely story we've ever had here on this show. That's a real, that's a very, we should probably do more of these more. A final story. Feel good. That's the, that's the, and local news, a squirrel who's taking a calculus class. Okay. Um, That's a very, what do you call that? Human interest. That's a human Uh, interest story. Sometimes you got to, you know, give people a little uplift at the end. Is it human interest if it's about an animal? Is it? Oh, fuck you. I don't I don't think I deserve that. I think I just brought up a. You're a valid... right. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a little riled up too after uh, after Kevin being so misogynist to that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he normally keeps under wraps. It's like a, it's a part of him that he hides, and when it comes out, it's there's a reason. There's a reason why I'm the I'm the only uh, you know single member of the mm-hmm. podcast theme. Well, I didn't know that about gooses, and uh, I didn't know that about Canadian geese, and. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a lovely, a lovely, a lovely tale. Um, it'd be nice if I had someone in my life that cared that much. Hey, wasn't your wife on the podcast earlier? Yeah, just yanking, yanking liquid water away from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yelling at me for not using the right cup. No, you put her in her place. We heard it, so. I know. Yeah, well, I did that, too. Mm-hmm. Don't don't tell her about that part of the podcast. But, <laughs> I don't want her to get reminded, but she heard, so she doesn't. She heard, so she doesn't need to hear it again. Is what I'm saying. I think that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Feel free to reach us, reach out to us at internationalnewspod at gmail dot com. You can or find us on our socials. Which I really loved getting that fucking uh, that message. I don't know why I swore during that, but I really enjoyed getting that, and so did the guys. Yeah, every time I'm not making this up. Every time we get a, a review, we get a message, we get anything. We always share it. It is, it really, it makes all of this worthwhile. So uh, feel free to tell us how much you either love it's the balloon thing. I'm telling you, or yep. hate the show. If you're if you're a QAnon follower and you hate us, please, yeah, please reach out. We want to hear exactly how wrong we are. Yeah. Uh, That's right. You'll you'll really set us straight. We need more stupid pieces of shit in our life. We might change our minds. But uh, it's right. probably going to happen. Uh, yeah, find us on our socials. It's International News Pod most places. It's INS Pod a few places. But uh, check us out. Let us know. And uh, if you would, please subscribe, review, uh, rate, and tell a friend about us. Thanks, yes. and we'll, we'll see you any, next week. Or any one of those three. It doesn't have to be all three, right, Kevin? could be any one of those three. Okay. But especially if you if you tell you know friend, if you yeah. can tell somebody about us, just yeah. grab them and just give them a big French kiss. Mm-hmm. Get real and, close and get real close, and then after after you pull away, and they'll they'll be surprised. Make sure it's somebody you've never shown any romantic interest, but you've known a long time whatsoever. You, you want to get lightheaded time. because you're exhaling and breathing the same air for so long. Yeah, that you start to get a little faint. And you pull out, and there's one string of <laughs> saliva that goes from your mouth to theirs. Mm-hmm. And you, and try not to break that string of saliva. If you do, that's okay. But make sure you make eye contact and go. I want you to listen to this podcast. It's called International News Service. It is changing my life for the better, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Excellent. <laughs>